What we do here is go back, 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 back. It's mid-March. This podcast is delicious. Two days from now, it's St. Patrick's Day. So we're bringing you a green episode today. We're, we're deviating from the green beer. By the way, that's Marco Timpano who just spoke to you, and I'm Ali Hassan. Uh, welcome to the show is another thing that sometimes we say, but uh, we're deviating from green beer. We're deviating yeah. from the green, um, you know, green everything. Uh, the green cupcakes and the green... Irish uh, stew, all that stuff. We're, all we're that devi- stuff. We're going to go to... Um, we're going to go to the world of cannabis. That's right. And uh, I'm not going to say I'm going kicking and screaming, but I am going with uh, with some bias at work okay. here. Okay. Um, let's talk about culinary cannabis. And, and actually, on St. Patrick's Day, which is a day uh, generally reserved for all kinds of debauchery and uh, degenerate behavior, you know? Maybe maybe you substitute your fifteen beers for a little bit of culinary cannabis. Maybe sure. maybe it makes for a better, more memorable. I know on my end as a, a performer and at yes. times as a, a bartender and uh, doorman, not bartender, but doorman on St. Right. Patrick's. God knows, I would have rather have seen some people a little high rather than a so lot drunk. drunk. Yeah. Not, yeah. not that, you know, the two could also work together. They're not mutually exclusive, but if you are somebody who chooses one or the other, like me, you know, you're getting older, you know, yep. the, 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 is it, do you still want to, you still want to be holding your friend's hair back as you vomit in an alley? I mean, is nobody, it, come on. Nah, nobody wants that. Plus, plus nobody wants that. There's little hair for you to grab uh, on uh, most, d- most of your friend's on, heads. On a lot of people, yeah. yeah. It's, it's no longer trendy, I suppose. I will say this. So I'm just going to I'm going to be that, that guy who says this. Cannabis is not legal everywhere. If it's not legal where you are, then Buzz please. Listen, please follow the laws of your of your state, place, country, zone, region, whatever it is, and, you know, take everything that's said here with a grain of salt. We do not recommend you consume any illegal substances. We do not recommend you consume any alcohol with uh, with cannabis, but we will be talking about that and exploring it. So if you want to explore this green episode with us, come along for the ride and uh, maybe you'll learn something. Maybe you will. And you know what? It's got, it's going to be a slightly bumpy ride. <clears throat> I'll okay. be honest with you okay. because I, let me tell you about my relationship with cannabis. Okay. Cannabis, uh, you know, weed in general was always to, it was to party, right? It was to okay. make yourself feel loose and light. You had a few laughs. Uh, same thing went for for hash. You smoked it. You're giggling. And it was like another different type of high. Sure. Uh, comparable to having like three, four, five beers, whatever it was. I'm talking yeah. about in my, in my youth, you know, th- this is, it served that purpose. Mm-hmm. To me, and, and then I had a long period of time where, you know, a lot of my friends just smoked till they were completely, I believe the term is blottoed. Oh. Um, um, I just remember being part of that with some old, like, family friends and some buddies. And you go to their house and you smoke and you smoke. And I'd, I'd always be, oh, you were lighting up another one? I was like, yeah, why not? I don't think I have the tolerance for that. But, but looking at them, I don't really think they did either. So sure. you start chatting. Weed kicks in immediately, you know, within, within like 10, 15 minutes, let's roll a joint. Then it's like Tetris or a movie. And then 
you just kind of wait till your head is clear and go, all right, dude, I'm heading home. And then I always remember the next day, somebody would be like, what did you do last night? Oh, I was with my buddy uh, at, at his place. Oh, I was cool. You have a good time. And you say, yeah, but if you really answer, you're like, no, not really. Oh, I see. It's just like, kind of like, didn't have the energy to converse. Right. Didn't really, I mean, a video game with a friend and like, a movie, I have like no conversation. No. So over the years, my relationship with cannabis became uh, thus, which is, I don't care what somebody tells me this joint has in it. Yeah. Uh, it's wheelchair weed. Oh, it's super light. It's what I'm taking two turns with that joint. Okay. I'm getting that. And, and usually only two pulls. Each turn right. is one pull. <clears throat> and I'm puff. fine. So you're puffing, right? I'm puffing are, okay. once, twice, perhaps thrice in these two, but really right. twice. And, okay. and, and that's the limit. And I find that I'm uh, alert. I find that I can converse with people. I find that I'm still having a good time. And anything more than that is bad news. And for me I also, see. weed and alcohol together, not a, not a healthy combination for me. You don't... I like being, I like being involved in a party. I like being, I like being at a, somebody's house and I'm, I'm, you know, sharing stories and laughing at people's stuff and very engaged and, you know, having a good time. And I think, you know, even a moderate amount of weed, it's like, uh, this is not really that much a good time. I turn quiet, turn a little bit like, you know, I don't think I get sad, but I just don't have the energy. I turn sure, lazy, sure. right? Yeah. Yeah. So. Once cannabis was legal, my personal feelings on that are I can't, I couldn't care less. I couldn't care less that there's uh, three weed shops within a driving, you know, within a quick five minute drive of my house. Sure. That doesn't, the only reason that I approve of cannabis being legalized, because I, I don't want to buy At least cannabis stamp from the of store. approval. Stamp of approval is because people who were imprisoned for possession sure. of marijuana, that is absolute nonsense. And the prison system made a lot of money off that. And now some of the same people who imprisoned those people yeah. for like minor are now making money off of marijuana sales. So it's an ugly, ugly thing for me. Okay. We have a police, an ex-police commissioner no, no, it's from terrible. Toronto yeah. who now ha is like a big marijuana guy like he's yeah. a marijuana czar almost not a czar czar sounds but, like yeah, a drug making, czar with a he's making money hand over foot yeah. in the marijuana industry and he oversaw thousands of people go to jail for marijuana possession yeah. or use so it's like a dirty ugly thing but at the very least people don't go for to, to jail for something that you know smoking a herb that grows out of the ground for me right. That's all this matters. Otherwise, I, I've been to two marijuana shops in my life. I like this idea of a bud tender. I like this idea okay. that you can have, um, you know, uh, you can make purchases with somebody who's informed and who can sure. guide you. But also, I've been to the liquor store where the guy guided me wrong. Right. When I asked him certain questions, he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, just you want a Beaujolais with spicy food. You want a light wine. Right. Go home. It's like uh, I'm drinking my own urine here. This right. guy's an idiot. And then right. later you find out, no, you need a you need a wine that can stand up to spicy flavors. And so it should be bolder. It should be, um, you know, a little bit like tart. This guy. So I don't know exactly what their training is. I don't know exactly what they know. I greet them with a little bit of suspicion, but I love the idea of somebody going like, "What are you looking for?" 
And I have friends who are like, listen, here's what's going on. I just broke up with my girlfriend right. of seven years. Right. I want to like take the edge off. I don't want to go inside my head. I don't want to get paranoid. I also don't want to eat seven pizzas tonight. I just sure. want to take the edge off. And somebody can say to you, perfect. What we have is this particular bud. It's light. It's whatever, you know, indica right. or it's sativa and it's this and it'll do this. And it. I like that idea in principle for people who need it. But for me, the big problem is weed was a party drug, right? right. Help you help you get a little bit of a lift, help you have some right. laughs. And now, you know, you can go to the food and wine website. You can go to gourmet. You can go to all these websites and it's like, um, let me just read this to you, actually, Marco. Cannabis infused tea with rose yes. and lavender. Yes. And they talk about uh, a, a nice start to your day. Or or uh, here's um, here's a uh, French toast, cannabis infused brioche French toast. As if brioche French toast wasn't delicious enough. Now you have like, uh, you know, you, you, you have this in the morning and uh, you know, get your day started in a relaxing way. That's uh, to me, this makes no, no sense at all. Right, as a guy who parties with uh, cannabis, what do you? What is this? What's the purpose of this? I, I don't, I don't, uh, and and then you know you have cannabis dinners, sure, and then everybody gets high. But I don't know. For me, it's like, don't I already get like a high off the food? Don't we already get a little bit like, oh, I can't move. I ate mm -hmm. so much. That was fantastic. I don't. I, I love food so much that for me, cooking with cannabis is almost like. It feels misguided, obviously, very, okay. very personal uh, opinion, but uh, I'm here to have you give me some insight on this and tell me what you think about this. And, and okay. not only so, you, Marco, but our listeners as well. What am I missing out on? Here? Let me you know, unpack a couple of things that you've yeah. said so far. First of all, you said one of the things that you said that I, I think should be highlighted is you need to know your limits. So you're like, for you right now at this point in your life, taking two drags off a joint is where you know your comfort zone is, where and, you feel like your best. And have been for about 15 right. years, by the way. Just, there you uh, go. just FYI, it's been a while. Yeah. There you go. And, um, you know, for for an episode that deals with a substance that can be very, you know, fun and frolicky, you, you really took us down a notch here with your with your feelings on this. And fair enough, right? Now, the thing that I found fascinating, you son Ali, of a bitch. I should I'm just like I'm like, oh, I, I I you know, I love that you did, but Jesus, I thought we were gonna have fun on this episode. We're gonna but, have fun. We're absolutely gonna have yeah. fun. And like I said, that's what marijuana <laughs> is to me. It's yeah. it's it's fun. So I don't understand why you're having it at breakfast. But Unless listen, you I'll tell you, medical, let me tell, me, tell yeah. you, yeah, let me get into my my experience with with cannabis. So I never used cannabis when I was in my teens or twenties. It wasn't something I wanted to partake in because I don't like smoke. I don't like smoking. Smoking is not for me. Cigarettes, any of that, right? And I just was never like, uh, that looks like fun to me. It was never. Did your parents and, smoke? Did, did that? My dad was from? a my dad was a very heavy smoker, and all my life since I was a child, I tried to get him to stop smoking. Right. And so for me, that was a big turnoff, right? That yeah. it was the only way that I could identify with it was friends who smoked cannabis, right? So for me, that wasn't, it was never my thing. I wasn't really in a circle of friends who did that. And then I got to a certain age where it's like, I haven't done it so far. Why bother? For the longest time, it was illegal in our country. And then my dad got sick. 
my dad got sick with Alzheimer's, right? And so a lot of the medications weren't working for him and he became frenetic and agitated and was never calm. So at that point here in Ontario, where we are, um, there was a gray area. A cannabis wasn't legal yet, but they weren't arresting people. And there was a lot of talk of it becoming decriminalized, which I support strongly for different reasons than you. But I do certainly uh, think what you're saying is valid, like people who've been arrested uh, and charged with um you know, possession of marijuana for personal use and all that stuff, I think is terrible. And uh, that police commissioner making tons of money off it is such a such a shame, such a horrible, uh, you know, the, the thought just irks me. But at that time, there were these pop ups that they weren't being closed down. So I said, let me see if I can get some something that might help my dad. So I went in and I spoke to one of the people who were selling. They're like, try these chocolates. They have a very calming effect and they might work. So I bought a a bar of chocolate, brought it to my mom. And I said, these chocolates are infused with uh, cannabis and they're supposed to really help you calm down. So when my dad would get agitated, she would give him a square of that chocolate and Ali, it would calm him down. And she's like, this is so great. Thank you for getting this. Right. And she was very hesitant at that time because it wasn't legal. And she's like, I don't know if I should be doing this. It's but not she legal. was his caretaker as well, or he was yeah, in the hospital. At he the was at home at this point. Okay. Alisa, she's like, this really works. Can you get me more? So it had changed her mind because at the time she's like, I don't know. I don't know if I want to do that. What if it has effects with the other drugs he's on and it's illegal and all this stuff. Right. And then you get to a certain point where you're like, I'll try it. And she did. And it seemed to work. So I go back to that store to get more. And they're like, the government um, came down on us. We cannot sell any edibles. So I was at a loss because I was like, this actually works. And I can't find it anywhere because those pop-ups were no longer selling edibles. And I didn't know anyone who was making chocolate infused cannabis. So I had to do a lot of research. This is from someone who never used it, who had no real idea. I became this person who all of a sudden schooled himself in cannabis. And uh, I was making weed muffins and, uh, you know, I would make a batch that would be okay. Then I would make a batch that was like really weak. And I'd make a batch that was like, you know, crazy. I remember I licked the spoon once uh, of the batter I made and Amanda came home and I was on the couch and I was like really really stoned. I was really like, I was, I couldn't believe it. she's like, what's Just wrong with you? You look green. And I said, I- I'm high. I was making, I was making muffins for my dad and I licked the spoon and she's like, how much wood did you put in there? I'm like, I don't know because every strain, every batch was different and sure. I didn't know and, how and to. And therein lies the reason for why the government cracked down on edibles because right. there was no, right? Because right. it's a bunch of Marcos making edibles, right? So, yeah. And which was the worst thing. So I finally spoke to a few people to figure out how I could do this in a way because then I had given my mom these muffins and my mom would give them to my dad and some would work. And then she'd be like, that last batch you gave me, your dad just put his hands straight in the air as soon as he ate it. Like it had a really <laughs> negative reaction. I was like, oh no. Is that I negative? That sounds victorious. Well, and I think he was like agitated in a different way. So okay. <laughs> it wasn't like he won the World Cup. It was more like he couldn't control his the use of his oh, arms gosh. or he was having a reaction oh, like gosh. that. So, so then I turned to a chef at a restaurant that I worked at and he said, Marco, I have a great cannaba butter recipe and then you can control with the butter when you put it on toast so oh you were not using can of butter previously or you were but you just didn't 
No, no, I wasn't you... using can of butter in these muffins. What okay. I was doing was, uh, Ali, I don't even remember. I think I was using cannabis oil. I think I was trying uh, cannabis oil. I had, I never had success with it. It was always very tricky for me to figure out. And I was trying all this other stuff. Then finally, this chef said to me, I have a recipe for you. And he gave me this can of butter recipe and it worked. And my mom could control the uh, amount of, of, you know, can of butter she needed on that day based on how my dad was reacting. And the thing that I'm grateful that our government, because Canada, uh, cannabis is legal across Canada, if you're listening from another country, is that for someone who had a parent who was experiencing medical situations where cannabis could help, I was thinking, I was really sad to know that all these years when it was illegal, there could have been research done on using cannabis for, for medicinal and medical situations. And yeah. When it was that gray area, the way I was able to successfully get the cannabis that I needed because these pop-up shops were were closing down was because I suffer from insomnia, I was able to get a true medical prescription for my insomnia. And based on the cannabis I was getting for my insomnia, which I used very little because it doesn't really help me for my uh, insomnia, I was able to use that cannabis for my dad. And, and by the way, I should just add, my personal belief is that uh, Marco doesn't suffer from insomnia. He just drinks his Italian espressos uh, right up until midnight and then goes, I don't know, it was weird. I couldn't sleep. That's what maybe I Maybe a little bit of column A, maybe a little bit of column B. But anyway, yeah. so my journey was my my journey was through my dad, getting it for my dad. And then as a result... You know, I I would get some cannabis that I like that actually helped calm me down before bed. And I, I do use it sometimes for my insomnia. But uh, overall, I'm pleased that it is now legal. And I hope there's going to be the research done on the cannabis in a way that will help people um, going through situations. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that was clear for a long time before the law caught up. Yeah. It was very clear that people with seizures and people with sure. uh, whatever, dementia and glaucoma, that was the big yeah. joke. You know, my glaucoma is acting up. Um, uh, people would have fake glaucoma all the time. Right. To, uh, you know, if the cops stop, you just say, look. Um, but it was clear that it has some benefits, especially for people with chronic pain. Yes. It's like. It's a godsend, you know, and I love that story that you just shared because it's it reminds people who are anti-cannabis yeah. why why we need it. My thing is not I'm anti-cannabis, as I hopefully I've been clear. I'm yes. just saying that for me, with my you know minute amount of consumption, look, you take three pot stores out of my life in my in my neighborhood, it doesn't affect me. Right. You take three liquor stores. Now I'm like, well, this is a drag. Now Fair I gotta enough. go to a liquor store further and buy crates to man, you know. So it, it just I don't I don't have it often enough. My can of butter experience also. Yes. My buddy had made can of butter and he okay. had it in his freezer. And as I say, I like to be, you know, maybe not the life of the party, but a little bit of that too. But I like sure. to have, you know, a good time at a party. So I'm at my friend RJ's house and I'm like, buddy, you said you made a can of butter. He's like, yeah, but dude, be careful with this. I go, no problem. So I start just like French fries. I'm gr I'm peeling potatoes in this kitchen. Okay. This is a party. This is a proper house party. Oh, I see. I see. Okay, and I'm okay. peeling potatoes. And I am uh, frying in can of butter, 
potatoes to make oh, like these French fries. Oh, okay. You're making them in can and of butter. Okay. I'm making it in can of butter. And uh, RJ keeps coming. He pe- pokes his head into his kitchen. He's like, dude, I'm like, what are you doing? I go, no, no, I'm just, you know, we'll light up the party. Everybody will get a fry. But what oh, I was no. also doing was one fry for you, one oh, fry no. for me. Not on purpose, but right. it just sort ha- so happened. I'm a glutton for food. And sure. the fact that there's cannabis in it didn't make me stop. You're just so ignorant about this whole thing and how I would feel, right? And uh, anyway, next thing you know, I'm going to make some grilled cheese. Oh, now no. I'm pan frying grilled cheese in his thing. And again, and the, and the, and the uh, bread's going to sop up. It's going to drink that Certainly butter, did. right? And yeah. so did the potatoes, buddy. So did right. the potatoes. Anyway, I think there was a third thing I made. I don't know if I tossed some pasta in there. Every time RJ's like, oh my God, dude. I use half this container of can of butter. It means nothing to me. I don't know what's in half. I don't know how, you know. Sure. All of a sudden, I'm like, holy crap. I don't really remember this, but I, I remember I went to sit outside. I don't remember where, when I went to sit outside, but all of a sudden, I'm outside. He has a little deck in his apartment, right. and I can't move. I can't do anything. I'm just sitting outside on this deck. I hear the cops come. Oh, no. And the cops are like, this is a noise complaint. You got to clear out. Everybody get out. And so, okay. So everybody's, I can hear everybody leaving. I can't move. Left are my buddy, RJ and a friend of mine, Shapur. And both Whose of names like, will be changed for this episode. Well, no, these are my, <laughs> yeah, these are my yeah. close buddies. Nobody, nobody committed any crime. In, in fact, they were like the most wonderful of friends. Okay. Uh, everybody clears out. And then I hear Shapur, RJ go, where's Ali? He's like, oh my God, did he? Did he leave with everybody else? Where is this guy? And then they're checking the room and I can hear them through the, through the screen, yeah. the open window behind me. And I cannot turn my head a quarter inch and go, I'm here. I can't right. do it. I can't, right. there's nothing in me. And finally, RJ comes outside last ditch effort. You know, when you're looking for your keys yeah. and you look in the freezer, sure. there's that kind of thing. He's like, maybe he's a, oh my God, he starts laughing. And he's like, dude, the party just got broken up. And I'm just sort of nodding. Like, yeah, I heard that. These guys have to lift me up. We go outside, walk around the city for an hour. Oh my goodness. This is like five in the morning. I was still walking around just to get like into a place where I could talk. I was so messed up. I was so messed up. It was awful. And so can of butter, you know, be careful. I'm going to say that. Be careful. Don't be, don't be gluttonous. You don't approach food with cannabis infused in it the same way you approach exactly your normal food if you are somebody who just loves to go to town on food exactly you know what when i was making the can of butter you have to kind of cook the cannabis before you infuse it into the butter right yeah my house smelled like a grow up i it was just (laughs) cannabis in my oven cooking the whole house and i live in a row house right so like my neighbors must have thought, how much weed is that guy smoking? If, but when Amanda would open the door, she would say, oh, my God, she was just hit with this wall yeah. of, 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 of cannabis. And it was like, I'm just making butter. And it wasn't even a huge quantity of butter. It was like maybe maybe half a stick of butter is what I was making. But was when like, you're baking the marijuana when you're baking in your it, oven, it's like yeah. it, it was insane. It was insane. But uh, <laughs> yeah, the so guy I, who never... Oh, Never had the, any connection to weed for like 30 years of his life. It's so funny. And then, you. and then it was funny because all my friends would be asking me questions where it was like, oh, like what's, what's this cannabis like? What's that cannabis like? And the sad thing was, so my favorite cannabis to purchase, and this is where my, 
my my cannabis stories end right so because i had at that time once again uh there it was not legal but i had a medical i had a medical receipt from a doctor for my for my insomnia i was able to get snoop dogs cannabis Okay. And Snoop Dogg's cannabis is wonderful. That's another reason I love these, that there's these cannabis stores. Like you said, you can go to talk to a purveyor. And when you get someone who knows what they're talking, they can really help guide you. And you know what you're going to get is the real deal. You don't have to worry about, you know, it being cut with stuff or getting lesser quality cannabis. It's all regulated by the government. There's something about that that I appreciate. And I would get, I would get Snoop's cannabis and Ali, it was wonderful. It was so great. I'd give it to friends and they'd be like, this is one of the, this is the best cannabis I've ever had. So I have to give props out to Snoop Dogg. Uh, Mm. But then they stopped selling it in Canada. And you know why? His brand is called Leafs, L-E-A-F-S. Oh my God. And because of the Toronto Maple Leafs, there was a, you know, a court battle. Like you can't use that name because it's not your name. And it was like, now I don't have access to that wonderful quality, my favorite quality cannabis because of this. And I was like, what's going on in this country? Come on, folks. If you are a Canadian listener and a smoker and have a favorite uh, marijuana that's a little bit lighter from what I'm hearing uh, mm-hmm. from Marco's uh, preferences here, uh, let us know. Tell us, um, you know, guide this poor man who's like, because I know what it's like to have something you love, whether it's a certain restaurant. Sure. Or it's a certain like band and they break up. It's like your band broke up. Yeah. Like I can't, I can't listen to my favorite back home. I can't go watch my band anymore. Oh, and don't get me wrong. It wasn't necessarily light. Like the high wasn't a mild high that I would get from, from his cannabis. It was, it was just wonderful, wonderful cannabis to both work with, to smoke and to consume. It was, it was absolutely wonderful. So I, I, if you, if you're able to access Snoop Dogg's cannabis, it, it, it gets a gold star. I love to work with, to roll. To, yeah. What were the three things? I mean, oh, it really sounds like quite a workshop. Yeah. Listen, him. At, at <laughs> one point, people would come to my house and be like, what? Like, I just have a shelf, like one of my shelves, you know, when you open your cupboards yes. and, and so, cause you know, when, when you, when you cook the ca- cannabis, because in order to use it in food, you have to, uh, what's the term? C- carbolize? Um, yeah. I mean, a, so I will tell you this. Yeah. RJ knew nothing about okay. weed and he just dumped a bunch of weed in the butter and oh, okay. Okay. on a slow heat for about three hours, just let it, you know, seep into the weed and it, it very much worked. It overworked. Now it worked sure. a, a crazy amount because of how much I, you know, used and how much I put inside myself like a, a, a moron, but generally we should just, you know, give kind of a, a quote unquote recipe here for can of butter. What you should be doing is what Marco's saying. Problem, of course, is what the smell right. is like. And so you can't do it super discreetly. It was breaking uh, bad in my house. Live. I was Walter I White. Bet. It was breaking bad. It was crazy. I had a whole yeah. shelf of of the accoutrements that you need, like to <laughs> to the grinders and everything that you could possibly need to, to create uh, products with cannabis. So the way you should be doing it, quote unquote, although as I say, I know somebody who didn't do this and it yes. still worked, you're activating the cannabis and and that technical world is decarboxylating. Or yeah, decarboxylate, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
so that and that maximizes the benefits, but it also, if you don't do this, can lead to a, a bitter taste. Flavor can be gone anyway. So decarbing is is that low temperature cooking in the oven for a few hours. So that's where the smell really gets yeah. into your home. And it reminds me if you ever made um you know when you uh make kale and you uh sort of Dry take out kale? yeah what's it called uh everyone it's so popular kale chips. Yeah, dehydrating me, the you're kale. dehydrating the kale and it becomes crisp and you and it, and you use it and it, it, it all of a sudden it's in a different state, right? Sorry, I didn't sure. mean to interrupt you, but that's that's, no, no, that's no, no. the the experience that I had. Sure. And so you can do this in your I mean if you have a property where you don't care what people think of the smell coming from your house, you can do this in the oven the way Marco did. The other way is um the sous vide style. So you can put it, you can cook it sous vide in a Ziploc bag, as one does in the sous vide style, um, again, for quite a while, but the smell doesn't get out. And then once it's cooked there, then you add that to your uh, to your butter. Again, always very low heat. So you can look up recipes for that if you like. But um, yeah, you, 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 you go the way you want. And I think at the end of the day, you know, you don't want to make a whole bunch of weed butter with uh with weed that you're like, I don't like what this does to me. Yeah. I don't like the high. I don't like how hungry I get. I don't like how tired I get, whatever. So it's probably best served as uh you don't have to turn into a mass manufacturer like Marco was. Yes. You can just do like small amounts. And when you find the amount you like, then you go, okay. Now I'm going to make a big batch of butter with this and mm-hmm. it'll last forever in your freezer. It'll last yeah. forever. Yeah. I have some so, in there right now. I, I mean, the whole principle of it is so exciting. Uh, but also, as I said, I'm like, well, what's the purpose of it? I, I, I would get high in the middle of the day and you know what? That's a wrap on that day. I'm sure. not, there are people who are like more productive and I will say this. Okay. The one time I'm smoking every year, almost guaranteed and there's, Ar- it happens Arbor more than Day. Once. Arbor Day. It depends on when Arbor Day is, but uh, <laughs> World's Green when, Day when we're supposed when to taxes travel. are due. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when my taxes are due. Okay. Uh, and and when I moved a few years ago, you know, to pack, sure, to do some packing, yeah, mindless work. Yes, that's why I, I I screwed up my taxes once. Also, that's not mindless. You shouldn't you shouldn't smoke weed before taxes. No, I don't think you I should just at trying all. To, I was trying to add some enjoyment to the least enjoyable thing in my life. Okay. Mistake, but the packing, every time my wife would come into the basement, she'd be like, oh my God, every time I come here, it's like 20 more boxes are packed. And I'm like, "Uh uh-huh. And I'm just like in a zone and hyper-focused on what I was doing. And I really loved that and I enjoyed it. But besides that, it's kind of a wrap on my day. I'm not having productive conversations with children at that point. I'm not helping with homework. I'm not doing any of my own work. So for me, it is... End of the day, smoke, you know, just get kind of like lightly baked and, you know, watch a movie and, and I don't care what anybody tells me, I'll always get the munchies. Oh, okay. I will always get the munchies, which is just like, I don't need that as if I don't eat enough without any substance, uh, you know, to help. So that's another problem. And when you get those munchies, are you eating, are you being discriminate, are you discriminating against what you're eating? So you're eating proper things or you just... Uh, uh, a Hoover vacuum and eating whatever's inside. I think that's the only difference between different types of weed. The fact is I am eating. Okay. But on some types of weed, and I've never stopped to to really analyze this, but on some types of weed, 
there is something creative that is like, sure. I mean, I'm already a creative person. That's yes. what I do. But I, I'm talking about like uh, something that's unleashed in me. And I am hyper-focused on making like incredible dishes and like yeah. going through cupboards. And if it's going to take a half an hour to boil this, you know, um, Israeli couscous, uh, I, I will do that. I'll soak it and all that because sure. I have a vision in my, and I get like really like a scientist in a lab, but the goal is to eat. The right. goal is to eat. Sometimes I'm making tomato sauces from scratch and having pasta. And, you know, I'm really like, it's not just a bag of chips. I see. Okay. And then other times it's indiscriminate. You're just grabbing that jar of Marmite that was in the back yeah. of your cupboard for years and putting your finger in and, and just going to town. One of the greatest things I heard about uh, a family that was, you know, pretty uh, weed focused is um, a guy I know in Cambridge, Ontario. He was a, he was a truck driver uh, three, four days a week. And we came home, he'd smoke weed. He'd have his friends over in the basement. And his wife would always be like, every time your friends come over, the food that's for the kids' lunches and stuff is gone. Oh. So number one, you're not allowed upstairs. Nobody goes upstairs. Downstairs, you can get water from the sink. Number two, I am buying a six kilogram bag of apples and boom, right on the counter. And that's what you guys are there having. You go. And you know what? They would plow through those apples because you do have this, it's that crunching, it's this heightened taste. It's like, you don't really care. Right. You eat whatever's in front of you. So there was apples in front. So she turned all these like. I love it. Like, uh, you know, Jamaican men, like um, manly Jamaican right. men into like apple eaters where you and they think, go to the like, doctor. They're like, well, I don't know. Your, your cholesterol levels down. You don't need to see me. <laughs> you don't really... need to come see me anymore. <laughs> huh? Keeps the doctor away. Yeah, exactly. We should also mention. So when you're dealing with the world of cannabis, right, there's also something called hemp and hemp seeds that is legal everywhere and that people can use in their cooking. Yeah. That's not going to get them high, but has a nutty flavor and can really add to the flavor of the things you're making. Absolutely. And I can give you two uh, very common uses for, for hemp. That would be awesome. Uh, number one is just by the teaspoon or tablespoon into a smoothie. Okay. Okay. You can look up all the benefits for hemp. You should be buying a bag from time to time. And if sure. you're having a smoothie that you want, you know, to have it be healthy, you can add things like goji berries and, and uh, chia seeds. And definitely I would say hemp seeds should be in there. Very, very good for your health. The other place where I really like it is uh, I will sometimes make um, a fillet of fish, like a, a salmon or some kind of a trout or something like this. And I will press... Uh, seeds into it. So sesame okay. seeds, uh, some nigella seeds, and I always have hemp seeds in there too. And I just roast that fish with the seeds on it. You get this amazing nutty flavor from this variety of seeds. The hemp has a different flavor from yeah. the sesame seeds, which has a different flavor from the nigella seeds and a little bit of uh, cumin seeds in there as well. And it is terrific. You could do the same thing with tofu if you want, just sort of press the seeds into there. Um, maybe have a little egg wash around the fish or the tofu if you if you're up to that and, that and then they really stick all the seeds really stick to it but that's a great place like if you ever do any kind of seed coated uh, seafood i would say hemp seeds can easily easily be added into that and they're really good for you amazing well there you go right so so you know you can have access to uh cannabis products even if it's not legal where you are 
I wanted to mention, because, you know, we always mention alcohol and drinks and whatnot. So I did some research on cannabis and uh, drinks. And a couple of things that I that I didn't know, actually, was, um, you know, when we're dealing with cannabis, there's two compounds. I actually knew this. I shouldn't say I didn't know this. Two primary compounds found in in marijuana. One is THC and one is CBD for any of our listeners who aren't exactly sure what that is. They may have heard those um, those letters, but they don't know what that is. But basically, um, the THC is the chemical that produces that high. So if it has THC in it, it's the chemical that gets you high or gives you that feeling of, you know, uh, euphoria or however, however that translates to you, whereas CBD has no no effect like that. It doesn't give you that high. It has no psychoactive yeah. effects. But and just to add something anecdotal yeah. to that, sure. uh, it, you know, because my mind certainly when I heard about that was like, then why do the CBD? Why have the CBD oil at all? I was like, I, you know, isn't it all about the high? No. And in fact, this is my own ignorance about yeah. marijuana. My um, friend of mine, comedian and a writer and a terrific performer said, in my opinion, he said, in my experience, the CBD oils, they shut the noise out. Okay. I know and I have a cream that's infused with CBD oil. And when I have yeah. a, sp a sprain or a pain, it's the one thing that really helps. Okay. Yeah. So, sorry. Were you saying something? I feel like I cut No, I just, some people understand what that means. Yeah. Shut the noise out. Others mm -hmm. don't need any noise shut out. But if you have like, you know, the voices in your head are telling you stuff all the time. You're second guessing yourself. You're doubting things. You got a lot of uh, different noise, quote unquote, happening. It can shut the noise out. Something to uh, something to consider if that's of interest. Yeah. So the one thing I want to caution everyone who's listening with, if they're going to try alcohol with cannabis, is that marijuana can get you high and alcohol can get you drunk, and they're both they both can act as sedatives. So you need to proceed with caution be, when you're consuming them. You want to start slow. And, you know, if you're going to have a drink that has cannabis, don't go for your second. Allow that drink to sort of settle before you, you invited up... the surgeon general. Am I right? Anyway, Listen, okay. I just don't want people <laughs> in someone's backyard lying on the deck and then at five in the morning have to be trapezed around the city. Right. So oh, and yeah. if you if it's you, a it's a potent combination. Yeah. Sure. If you happen to uh, have stores that sell cannabis legally in the place where you live, I would say start off with those. You know, those effervescent drinks, those 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 sodas that have cannabis infused in them. Start off with those that are pre-made pre, um, and they're, you know, checked off by the government. You can consume this and see how that affects you. Um, and, you know, you've got to be careful when you're having edibles, when you're having uh, alcohol mixed with cannabis products that you don't overdo it. You don't overindulge. Like you said at the top of the show, know your limit, know how much makes you feel the way you want to feel and not, and don't go over with it. And then right. I found out that there's some, there's some wines out there that have been, um, they remove the alcohol from the wine and instead they blend the CBD and THC in it. And they offer, uh, these nice options of, of uh, cannabis infused wines for you. But I looked at all the recipes and all the recipes were like, you know, take a little tincture of cannabis and put it in there. And the flavor of cannabis, cannabis isn't something that I enjoy. I'm not one who's like, oh, this, this tastes like a beautiful cannabis flavor. Like that, that doesn't work for me. Hemp, on the other hand, like you said, it has that light, nutty flavor, can really add to a dish, even a salad or wherever you have it. But when it comes to weed itself, it's not my thing. But then I found one recipe of all the recipes I went down. I'm like, this is the one recipe that where I would want to try it. And 
Much of the recipes that involve cannabis are cocktails that we already know where they just add a tincture of, of cannabis to. So like a screwdriver, you add a couple of drops of cannabis oil to it and you're on your way. This one here I found interesting. It's the Bee's Knees, which is a classic co cocktail. And I think we covered it on the show before. And yeah, it has yeah. three ingredients, right? But in this particular version of it, you You're not going to tell people what those three ingredients yeah, are? Of course. Leave that out there. <laughs> uh, honey, lemon juice, and gin are the three ingredients in, in a bee's knees. In this particular recipe, you use two ounces of gin, one ounce of lemon juice, and half an ounce of weed honey. So honey that's been infused with weed. And I happen to have some upstairs. Amanda, um, someone gave it to her as a gift. So I'm going to try this. And when I try this recipe, I'll, I'll let our listeners know how, how, how it goes. But you take these three simple ingredients, put them in a shaker, shake it with ice, strain it into a coupe glass. And there you go. Classic cocktail, the bee's knees that has um, weed infused honey. And yeah. I've tried the one that we have and it has a really lovely effect and it's not too strong. So I think I will, I will give that one a try. I've had the bee's knees and it's, it'll, it packs a bit of a punch. Yeah. You think no, cause you know, sweet little bees and mm -hmm. not lemonade and you know, but I don't know. I feel like there's some kind of synergy happening there. When gin touches honey and lemon together, it makes the gin even stronger. It's, I found it to be quite a strong drink. Yeah. I don't know if strong, but it, 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 you don't anticipate it to be strong because it has these lovely floral and sweet notes to it. Right. Yes. So you're like, oh, yeah. it's, it's not like a, you know, whiskey, you know, whiskey with, with Amaro. Exactly it doesn't have right. that sort of punch. It's a different kind of, it gets you in a different It lacks way. The, uh, the, 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 you know, for better or for worse, the machismo, uh, yeah. you know, idea of the drink. Exactly. It doesn't sound like it packs a punch. Yeah. And so then I think I drank it a little quicker than I needed to. Sure. And, um, sure. Then it did pack a punch. Well, there you go. Listen, that's our, that's our weed episode. If you need, if you're moving and you need someone to pack your boxes, you know, just roll a couple of joints, call, call Hassan <laughs> over and he'll pack, he'll pack it in no time. I mean, uh, he's not wrong, you know, and if you are in, in, interested in cannabis, uh, I mentioned earlier, uh, there are teas that you can infuse with cannabis. Of course, Brownies and blondies is a classic. Weed cookies is a classic. Uh, cannabis infused olive oil. I thought you might mention that oh, as I well, Marco, is, no. a, is a thing. And so when people make uh, pasta, they can use either the weed butter or they can make the infused olive oil. And there was one thing that I was like, I would try that because that is the end of the night thing that you're having. And I don't like the idea of a full marijuana laced cannabis laced meal right you know you have like these dinners yeah. I, mean, I don't know how much i'm getting i don't know but sure this is a cannabis infused olive oil citrus cake now i don't know do you ever have these olive oil cakes yeah i do yeah they're nice i love an olive oil cake and i can't believe i'm saying that for a guy who like grew up on like black forest and stuff like this i love an oil olive oil cake i love citrus and cakes and this is cannabis, and that to me, it's the end of the night. It's the end of the meal. Have a slice of that, and that's what sends you off uh, packing into the night. Um, I like that idea. So anyway, there's a lot of recipes out there. We'll link to this food and wine page as well that has a, a, a bunch, and also has the can of butter, um, you know, pr procedure here. But uh, yeah, go forth uh, carefully, but also with with curiosity and and make the most of it. I hope. Uh, I hope you have a, a, a productive and um, fresh and interesting and exciting, um, uh, God damn it, 
St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day. Day. Okay. I'm so fucking, I'm a mess. I'm a mess. I've gotten high, I think, off the uh, conversation. Perhaps you have. Perhaps you have, my yeah. friend. You seem a little bit more mellow. You seem a little bit more, you know. <laughs> like oh, my cool. God. Off the top, you Dead. were like really like coming down on stuff. And now you're like, try it. Go go forth and enjoy. I think you should. Look, I just told you my experience yeah. and, and where I stand with sure. this. And uh, I like to party. Yeah. You know, I like to be loose. I like to be light. Yeah. Um, which is why I do crack. No, you you don't. Which is why I do not do crack. And, uh, no, I like, you know, this is why I favor alcohol over marijuana typically, but marijuana has its place for me. I just hate the munchies. And so again, if you want to write in and tell me what I should do to just avoid the munchies. And the one thing I found, one thing I found was the old apple trick. Just, you say, I'm only having tea and I'm having apples and that's it. And, and it's uh, it's tough at first, but I did train myself eventually. And then uh, I broke up with that girlfriend who used to impose that on me. And then, uh, you know, the floodgates were opening. There you go. There you go. Well, however you consume it, consume with in moderation, like we said. And if it's not legal in your area, we are not recommending that you try any of the recipes that we might have link- linked on our show notes. You are really worried about being sued. Listen, All right. you know, I'm just covering my bases, my you're, friend. You're, like, really, you know. you're a real base coverer. Yeah. You're a real base coverer. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm trying to, I'm trying to be like, get buzzed. You're like, but... You are going to get it's really like a mom and dad, yeah. Cool mom and uh, and paranoid dad. That's what I feel like we were today. <laughs> Have a wonderful St. Patrick's Day. I'm Ali Hassan. I'm Marco Timpano. Until we eat and drink again. <laughs>